Ha! Yeah! Yo, 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 Thought Warriors! Get on the good foot! Ha! Time for higher learning! <laughs> What's so funny about that? How'd you were gonna go? <laughs> War! Yeah. Huh! Good God, y'all! That's, that's what you the, sounded like at first. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing, though. That's, that's the that's how it's not. They used to, they used to get. Oh, it's Ivan Lathan. It's me, Rachel Lindsay. Okay, they used how, to what? It, it's that's how they used to be. They used to be way more excited about songs. Okay, so last week we had. The parentheses, which, by the way, I was listening to a 90s playlist, and I can't tell you how many songs had the parentheses. parentheses. Right? Shoop. Uh, Ascension. Yeah. Uh, Maxwell. I'm uh-huh. trying to remember what else. Whoop, there it is. Came up, like you said. Uh, D'Angelo. Uh, Untitled. That's right. Parentheses, That's right. how does it feel? Mm, parentheses you, is a big deal. You are not lying. It's I don't true. know how I didn't notice this, and I wasn't recording any of this. That's okay. okay. We, take we the got top. on the Zoom. We got on take the Zoom. Take the top. Take the Zoom off the top. Okay. We got the Zoom. It's that kind of. It's that kind of podcast. It's, it's, it's that kind of pod. <laughs> it's that kind of pod. You know, they used to be more excited about songs. Now people do songs, right? And it's like, yeah, hey, ah, They used to really get into songs. Hey, good Come on, Think about Michael Jackson. Think about how excited Michael Jackson was. He, he, woo! Like he was really right, excited. Before it about, even started. Before, before it the even song started. Even started. You're right. Before the song Dude, even Dude. started, Mike was all into it. This is getting me ready for verses for Earth. Easter Sunday. You got Who's Earth, Wind, and, Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Isley Brothers. Earth, Wind, and Steve, Fire versus the Isley Brothers. Steve Harvey is hosting it. I'm not going to watch it. Okay, can we can we just start off talking about that? Why? Yeah. How are you not uh, excited about that? I don't know. Nah, I'm not gonna watch it. I'll be honest with you. I want to believe that I will watch it. But wanna, but, but I'm waiting for the why. This just doesn't interest me. Really? No. To see, I mean, when's the last time you've seen that? Are you not a fan of these groups? Maybe that's I'm what it is. I, I, I'm a fan in that there are other groups from that era that I'm a fan of more. Like I mm. I love the Gap Band. Right. I love the Gap Band so much. I think the Gap Band, to, the, to me, the Gap Band is the best of all of them. I think the Gap Band is stupid underrated, right? Earth, okay. Wind & Fire, I like. They got jams that I listen to them when they come on at weddings and different situations like that. The Isley Brothers, I like. I like Mr. Big, that whole era. You know what I mean? I like the the, the, the older stuff between the sheets and all of that stuff like that. It's amazing, right? But I'm just not, I'm not going to watch that. I'm not tuning in for I that. I just think it's seeing these legends come together. And now it's like a bigger production that Steve Harvey is hosting it. I don't know. It's just, there's just a lot of excitement around it to me. Like I plan on making a whole thing of it. I guess, I guess I'll be you won't be joining you. us. I'll be real with you. I don't, I don't care about the legends. Like I don't. Really? No, I don't like. So you didn't why. like Patty and Gladys? That's different. That's different. Why? They're legends. Because that is music that I still listen to. It's so, not the so, fact that so they're say legends. That. It's, not, it's not that you don't like the legends. It's just you don't listen, still listen to these groups. That's what it is. And that's no. okay. And that's okay. But what I'm saying is just because they're legends, okay, is not going to make me watch it. All right. Who would just the Gap beca- Band go against? Who would the Gap Band go against? Uh, let's see. If you could get the Commodores back together with Lionel Richie, that would be a good one. Um. Uh, by the way, the Commodores had a had a big hit post Lionel Richie. You remember that joint? Uh, the night shift, Marvin. 
You get to hurt so bad. It was about Marvin and Jackie Wilson who had just died. I don't know if I knew that was the Commodores. That's why Ooh. I'm like pausing. On a night shift. Uh, my mom used to cry when the song would come on because it was about Aww. Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Jackie. Ooh. <laughs> like that, the I night shift. I want y'all to know Van has been singing <laughs> since even before we got on this podcast. I'm telling you, man, We they, they, they used to be jams there used to be real jams man what happened to the jams what happened to the jam i mean his songs out there that's got a bop don't get me wrong they got a groove what happened to them but the whole it's not the whole thing like it was a jam because it was the beat it was the lyrics it was who it was it was the presentation of the whole thing now it's like oh that's got a good beat all the lyrics are good. You know what I'm saying? It's not the whole thing together. It's true. Right. They don't do it like that anymore. Mm. They don't do it. Some of them do. Who, who got the most jams right now? I'm talking about jams. You know what I mean? I'm talking, I'm talking about who got them jams. You listen to it. You got, man, this got them jams on it. Who got the jams? Got to think about it. I got I to think about this. There's several artists that I love. I love her. I love Ari Lennox. I love mm. Jasmine Sullivan. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? But I'm just talking mm-hmm, about them jams. Mm-hmm. The jams that make you feel good, that make you like, I'm so happy I can be alive to hear this song and, and groove to it. You know what I mean? The jams. You know what song does that for me right now? Is the Silk Sonic. Really? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's okay. We got different tastes. That's all right. It's a, well, it's a, it's well, you okay. know where I'll be I, I Sunday. Like, I, I, I like Silk Sonic. I like Silk Sonic. But I, it, I just you know, I don't hear anything like that right now, so I guess it's hitting me a little different. Yeah, that, that's like a contrived jam, though. You can tell they they in there trying to make the jams. They trying absolutely. to bring us back to the time Absol- of the jam. Absolutely, absolutely. But so there's also why, nothing else like that. So right now, so I'm all about it. Do you know what I will watch? You know what I will watch? I will watch. I would. I would watch. Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire against. The Isley Brothers, if it were hosted by Lori Harvey. Okay. Then I would watch it. Okay. So I think that they missed the shot. Well, maybe she'll. Okay. Well, I you're think probably. I there was an. Think that there was an opportunity. You're not right getting there it. You're not getting it. To you're not pass it. the Harvey baton. No offense to Lori, but this is that's not a stage for her. I'm saying nope. you, you. I'm just saying they nope. they had an opportunity to do this and they didn't do it. They, 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 and rightfully so. Rightfully, rightfully so. so. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Uh. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, 
tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. So right around the corner from my house, something interesting happened. Something interesting. Do you do you realize that interesting things always happen to you? You know why? Why? Because I walk around. I walk around. Not like me. I I just feel like you're one of those people though where things just happen. Either you're you're more like able to see it, and maybe other people are ignoring it. But things just happen to you. But go ahead, tell your story. What happened? Okay. What was well, hold interesting? Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. I'll tell you what this. So after. Uh, there was a crime that happened uh, around my neighborhood that I think we talked about. I then downloaded <laughs> something called the Citizen App. Do you know what Citizen App is? Of course I do. Someone okay. just put me onto it. Okay. So two things about the Citizen App. The Citizen App is just fucking terrible for society. It just turns us into Big Brother is watching you, snitching on your neighbor, is racist on the Citizen App. But I will tell you that it is... Very, 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 very addictive. It's very addictive. So right now, these are the things, these are the incidents right now on the Citizen app as we look at them. Report of oven fire. Report of attempted assault with brick. Overturned video with, uh, with a picture of the overturned video. Report of taser pepper spray used in shoe store robbery. Trash fire. Okay. Report of man with knife. And the, all, all of this stuff right there. So what I'm saying is all that stuff, most of that stuff is bad, but that's happening outside within a five mile radius. So yeah. the longer you spend outside, the more you might see something that is interesting. So you saw something? I did see something. I saw a billboard for two distant strangers. Oh my gosh, did you take a picture? No, I'm not into that type of stuff. So, yeah, like that, wait, wait, no, 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 stop. What do you mean? You're too cool for that? What do you mean you're not into that it's type not for of me stuff? To do. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that. No. It, 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 I, saw, I saw a billboard right on La Cienega. When hi, Higher Learning had a billboard, took a picture, we took a picture of it and posted it. So what do you mean you're not into that type of stuff? Well, first of all, I didn't take the picture. The picture was given to me and then I posted it and that's also to promote okay. the podcast business okay first of all I don't need to promote this already Netflix bought this Netflix bought this we we, we premiered April 9th on Netflix but it was just weird to see a billboard of something that we all conceived in our minds it's just like a weird thing man it's a beautiful thing and you it's should crazy. memorialize it by taking a picture of it. So silly. So silly. Memorial. Take a picture. Tell me where it is. I'm going to take the damn picture. It's the corner. Like, literally, walking distance from my house. Uh, La Cienega and Pico. Right down from okay. the Bank of America. The Great. Bank of America. Um, it was a very interesting That's situation. Awesome. Yeah, man. Stuff is happening. Stuff is happening, you know? Stuff is happening. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a crazy time. What, what has your week been like? What have you been up You're to? You're so humble. You're so humble. Uh, what have I been up to? You know, I'm just trying to get the house ready for Brian. Brian comes tomorrow. He comes tomorrow? Brian comes tomorrow. Stay it's, a little, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. I've been out here 
living this single life for six months. <laughs> Yo. Yo, the rumors are true. Yo, I knew it. I knew it. What Trouble, rumors? Tr- people, keep, people hit me up oh, all the time. Divorced. Like, you guys got a secret divorce. You know, Brian's got a whole family back in in uh, in Miami, or, or or you like you're like you were dating Michael Strahan. I heard at one time. What? Someone said that you were dating Michael Strahan. No, I no no. That's why because we both have well, we both used to have gaps. No more. I'm very upset. I'm very upset by that, and I am very. I'm actually very upset. I meant to ask you about that as a as a person that rocks the gap and makes it fashionable. What did you think about him getting those 32 chiclets redone? What did you think about that? I texted him, adding to the rumors. I texted him, I said... You said, oh, daddy. This better be a joke because you're too important to the community. You know, I feel like us gaps have to stick together, especially of us that are on camera. We're far and few between. I think it's just disappointing if he really did. I think it's an April Fool's joke, although... It's an April Fool's joke. It's come Wait. out today. It's an April Fool's joke. It did? Yeah. At least I'm seeing on page six an hour ago. Surprise! Michael Strahan still has his tooth gap. An epic April Fool's joke. Why would he do it now is my thing. Like, of all these years, why would he go get big, silly veneers now? I'm going to tell you. Not big, silly. Is that what you thought when you saw them? I'm going to be honest with y'all. Y'all people with them veneers... I'm happy that you guys feel good about yourselves. You look like Bugs Bunny. It's a whole Bugs Bunny tribe. Name 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 a few members of the tribe. Nope. Because it's nope. not about being a personal thing. Well, it's no, not about I'm that. trying to I'm trying to picture who you're talking about. That's why I'm asking you. It's a lot of them. And I don't need to name the names, okay? But it's a lot of them. So what did you have to do to get uh you have veneers? No, I don't have any. Oh. What did what did you have to do to get the place ready for Brian? What did you have to do? Like what you say? No, you just like stuff? you know, we just moved in, so it's like I'm breaking down boxes. I like I want him to come in and it to be a seamless process for him. I right. want it to feel like home when he gets here. Yeah. So of course, you know, I'm just yeah. what 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 you, what, you what? getting that castle ready for that king, so that king can come into his castle. You know what I mean? That king can come into that king. Can come into his castle, right? Plant his flag. This is plant his flag. Yo, this is my crib. Uh, Brian, that's what you that's right. You get that castle ready for that king, man. A king. We'll cool. agree with you on the king part. Stop with the plan, the planting of the flag. Like he's the plant his flag. Yo, what if Brian, what if, what if in this six months, Brian has changed? Well, I've seen him in these six months. Let's also remember that. I know, but what if he walks in the house and when he comes in the house, he's got like a wife beater on and he's got <laughs> and he's got a toothpick in his mouth and he goes, yo, babe, yo, babe, it's me. It's B.A., baby, Miami Beach. You know how we do it. Yeah. What I need for you to do, okay, is I need for you to go down to the Chick-fil-A and come back. With a twelve piece and a lemonade, bam, and and like what well, he's just totally changed. You come back and you put the Chick Fil A down on the table. Oh, so I to... actually did it. Okay, yeah, so you I did it. So did this that. what happened. Okay. Keeps going. You put you put back. You, you come back. You put the Chick Fil A down on the table, and you got 
uh, tenders instead of nuggets. <laughs> and he looks at it, he goes, what is this? And he, he flips it over. <laughs> Honestly, I would be amused. I would be, it would, it would be funny as hell. I'd be like, yo, what's be... wrong with you, Brian? Like, yo, so you're wilding. Just like, what's like, what, what is this? Bro, is, I watch those movies. I watch those old movies. And it was always so on the nose. You feel so bad for people. You come home, it's like, I look, I asked for eggplant parmesan. What is this? And he flips the thing over. And you're like, this guy's an asshole. Oh, People somebody lived take that his in fucking real life. Yeah. They lived it in real life. It was so funny because as as alpha as a male <laughs> as a, as a, much as an alpha male as my dad was, yeah, he never played those type of games. Yeah, never. I would say the same. My dad is very alpha male too, and he wasn't like that either. He never played those type of games. You eating it? Yeah. Well, first of all, my mom never missed a meal. Never. She never missed. She never made something that wasn't amazing. I can tell in your house there were a couple of misses, but you're like you're. My mom like, is in them. Um, you already said by the way my mom's hair was flipped out that you know she can cook. So stop yeah, that. But the difference is that when I heard about the cinnamon toast, then I was thinking maybe not so much. Oh my god, I love the cinnamon toast. That's what I liked because I'm picky. My mom made homemade pancakes though. Oh, that's dope. It's dope. So yeah. it's like, but whenever we would eat, my dad would be like, "All right, now y'all thank your mama." Thank your mama now. <laughs> you know what, nigga? Get your ass up and go to your room. He was so impatient. You had three seconds to thank mom. And if you, in any way, were there, get your ass up and go to I your just, room. I just, I wish, if we could just have him for five minutes, just five minutes on the no. podcast. No. If you, if you could, it's taped for goodness sake. If it went out, of, if it went off the rails, we just wouldn't air it. But you can't keep talking about him and not give him to us. Five minutes, that's all I ask. No. And by the way, don't ever say something to him like, all I want is five minutes, Mr. Lathan. He's going to be like, huh, I'll give you 10, girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling you, I just know something's going to... I'm not... I'm not... Nah, I'm not going... No, nah, I'm not doing it. Five I'm not minutes. doing it. Does he all listen right. to the podcast? Uh, I'm not... I don't know if he's aware of its existence. <laughs> not, not he doesn't listen. I can't be sure. <laughs> Uh, my dad called TMZ ZMT for the entire time I worked on them. Boy, boy, what time ZMT come on? What time it come on? We 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 be trying to catch it. I, why do people? Why is why is it like catch? Why like why does he act like it's a rabbit or a squirrel in the wild? Like why does he talk like a that. television show? Like he, like he's trying though. to catch it. Like it's we well, do because you stumble across it. Oh, I caught it! I caught it. Before it went off. You know yeah, what I mean? No, I, I get, get it, it. But it's, it's like, yeah, it's like a catfish or something like that. We'd be trying to catch it. Yeah, anyway. Uh, let's take a break. Okay. Uh, first story. <laughs> this is interesting. So, this is one of the weird stories where I have like a double take on this. Okay. Okay. Um, Kevin Durant and Michael Rappaport <laughs> are going at it. All right, Michael Rappaport was back and forth with Kevin Durant. I suppose Kevin Durant gave an interview uh, uh, on Inside the NBA, and Michael Rappaport did not like the interview. He publicly criticized Kevin Durant. Michael Rappaport is not shy. You guys know Michael Rappaport. He's a actor, podcaster. But now, more than anything, Michael Rappaport is an internet troll, troublemaker type of guy. It's what he does. 
That's what he does. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. So he he got on, uh, his, went on a platform and talked about the interview that Kevin Durant did. And Kevin Durant did not like this none too much. He then DM'd Michael Rappaport, somebody who he's known in the past and they've had a friendly relationship with. And he DM'd him some messages. Now, here's the thing. Some of the language in these messages are not, <laughs> it's not appropriate, I would say. It's not, it's, it's, a, it's harsh, but I'm going to read as you much are? as I can. Yeah, I am. I'm going to try it. So the first message was very simple and I love it. Kevin Durant, uh, you a bitch. Three dots. Um, and then he says, "Just do the fucking interview. If you're upset about something, you should have said something up there. It looked like you were gonna cry and shit. I did the interview, you dickhead. Tell your daddy, Chuck, to be to be more prepared with his questions. Uh, and then he says, "You a bitch for even caring about how I uh, do an interview. All you do is blank, blank other men for attention." Trump didn't pay attention to your sorry ass. Now you want to use everybody else to get views and laughs. Your life is a joke, you fucking pale blank blanker. Blank sucker. Which, yeah. And so they went back and forth and to the point to where, uh, I guess, Kevin Durant threatened Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport threatened Kevin Durant. Um, and then Michael Rappaport made these messages public. He put these messages on Instagram. Mm-hmm. out there for everybody to see. Your thoughts on this back and forth, Kevin, KD and Michael Rappaport? Well, I think it's silly. I'm just going to start there. I think it's I think it's silly. One, it became it was it was a huge thing, right? It was it went viral. Everywhere. Um from my understanding, the interview that Michael was referring to was back in December oh, and so he it posted old. it. Okay. I don't know when Kevin decided to respond. I'm assuming he responded recently, but the but the original post was back in this, this past December. So I'm not sure why this is all coming to light right now. But the biggest problem I have is that Michael made it public, and he made it public by posting a picture of Kevin with the kids, with the group of kids, and mm-hmm. saying that this is y'all think that he's a sweetheart, he's America's sweetheart, which I don't think that's the take people have of Kevin. I don't so think so I, at all. So when he posted that, I was like. It, I don't think anybody is calling him America's sweetheart, but he's like, this is who you think y'all think he's like this, but let me show you what he's really like. That wasn't cool. That took it to another level. I think it's inappropriate. There have to be extreme measures for you to publicize somebody's messages, in my opinion. So to me, Michael, you lost me when you decided to make that public. I'm not taking a side here. I just don't understand the purpose of doing that. What are you trying to gain from it? Are you trying to out Kevin? Are you trying to gain sympathy? Is this for attention? Is this to go viral? Uh, Because Kevin could possibly be in trouble for some of the things he said because they were homophobic. And there have been other NBA players who've been fined and gotten in trouble for homophobic slurs. Well, Kevin now falls into that by these messages being made public. So I, I just don't, understand the motivation behind it. So that's why I say it's so silly. Like we didn't need to be a part of this. We didn't need to be privy to this information. So here's the thing. The language that Kevin Durant used, obviously that's not going to fly. Like people don't, people are going to be offended by that. That language is offensive. Yeah. Um, Obviously it is. Uh, And I I don't know if Michael Rappaport was so shocked by that language that he decided he didn't have to let the world know. I'll tell you something though. 
Michael Rappaport white boyed the hell out of Kevin Durant by posting him. Yeah, I tell you, and and I mean exactly what I say. He white boyed the hell out of him. When we was back in middle school and high school. You would be sitting in 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 a class with a with with you know one of your homies. It would happen all the time. White dude, you thought that you knew him, thought that you guys were cool. You're going back and forth. You're going back and forth. You're needling him. He's needling you. All of a sudden, you give it to him, and then he goes and tells the teacher. And he takes all everybody's perception of you, right? And then he turns it on you. He plays that card. That right there, I know Michael Rappaport gets off by getting on his platform and chastising black people. If you follow Michael Rappaport, you can see that one of his favorite things to do is to get on his platform, on his Instagram, show violent images of black people or violent stories of black people, right? Surrounding black people. And then say, hey, why don't you march for this? Hey, why don't you get involved in this? As if black people don't care when I when little black kids are killed or that we somehow don't care about intra-community violence. He puts it out there like chastising us, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's look, and look, he he does that. He'd be on Trump. He'd be on a lot of them. So a lot of times you don't pay any attention to it. But this right here, this is interesting because this is actually him. He's dishing it out. He's going back and forth. This is actually him, actually him trying to hurt Kevin Durant. Absolutely. Now, I'm not saying that anything that Kevin Durant said was excusable. I'm not saying that at all. But these right. two guys knew each other. And, and they they go back and forth at it. And they they go back and forth. These two guys knew each other. My, uh, Michael Rappaport, almost to the point to where I thought it was April Fool's joke, Michael Rappaport was posting old video content and stuff that he had done with Kevin Durant. So Kevin Durant's talking to him, not thinking that he is going to then turn around and put this stuff out, right? And look, I, I'll be honest with you. I I think it's telling. To me, I think it's telling. That right there, that's that shit-eating shit. That's that I'm going to go run, tell the teacher on you shit. That's that officer, he went this way shit. That's that, that's that, that's all that shit that, like, we be talking about. Those are the fucking things that happen that make us go, nah, there's a reason why I, 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 I can't let you in the crew. Like, that's the type of shit that you be talking about right there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more of the action, actions that he took after, he, like, after it happened, right? So you post this post, you phrase it in a way that, oh, y'all think he's this way. I'm going to tell y'all how he really is. Then you post a video of what y'all used to be. Then you keep going in on it. Then you do a whole podcast on it. I listen. You haven't podcasted in a month. Do a whole podcast on it. So you're trying to capitalize on taking this this black man down. Not, again, what he what Kevin said in those messages were absolutely wrong. But it's Michael's behavior of how he handled it again which is where he lost me. No, Kevin Durant, in my opinion, owes a couple of different communities an apology. Well, just, did you see what he posted? No, what did he post? Which to me, it he said, my bad, I apologize. That to me, that's wrong. Like what you said was disgusting. 
and you said and you very flippantly said, "My bad, I apologize." No, people need a little bit more from you than that. I gotta do a little bit more. Gotta do a little bit better than that, KD. Gotta do a little bit better than that because the, the words themselves, by throwing those words out there, and by the way, this is indicative of a whole group of people, not just Kevin Durant, right? You you call somebody a blank sucker, you call them a blank guzzler. What you're essentially saying is that you are the lowest of the low because you do those things. Mm -hmm. And that's dehumanizing language. And we have to really talk about that language and how that language is used and how that language affects people's real lives. And that's that's the thing. So anybody that is outraged and mad at Kevin Durant for those things that he said, they they have a right. Absolutely. And he'll he'll have to, to, to make his peace with the people that are offended by that. When, as far as Michael Rappaport is concerned, that is the most cowardly, shit-eating, just ridiculously skeevy, punk-ass thing I've seen anyone do in a long time. And I used to work at TMC. <laughs> and it's just, it, it, it's just like, that's a nothing situation. If he wanted to say, hey, if he wanted to go on this podcast and say, hey, I had a conversation with Kevin Durant, and this is how the Kevin Dur- this is how the conversation went. That's one thing, but to actually take the screenshots, and then something else that he did in the original screenshots that he posted, he deleted his messages. Oh, I didn't see that. The parts where he was talking, he deleted his messages. Oh, that's out. even worse. I so, didn't know that. I'm telling you, man, these people be looking funny in the light. Mike, that's 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 bullshit, bro. I just don't understand what you thought. Would, like, what? how did you think people were going to respond? Obviously, people are upset at what Kevin said, and they should be. But, like, they're also looking at you like, this is a two wrongs don't make a right situation. You're both wrong in this situation for different reasons, no. but you're both wrong. One is wrong, and then one is weak. Look, people like people wrong people, and weak. Whatever they're both wrong. They're yeah, both people. Wrong. I, I've posted messages that people have DM'd me before, but these are people I don't know. And even when I do that, even, put bust this. Even when I post a message of someone calling me a monkey nigger or whatever like that, right? Which, by the way, pick one. It's either monkey or nigger. Don't don't go don't go double. That's like that's just like too much. That's overkill. I'll you know what I'll still do. What? I'll still scratch out their name. Uh, no, I don't always do that. I do it because no, I don't. I used I, to. I, I, I'm not, I I'm used not to. trying to get. I'm not trying to send four hundred and seventy thousand people to them. I'm not. Well, not that's not I what the point to. is. Well, no, yeah. I used to because my thing is, if you're going to be bold enough to send it to me and not hide, you're not. You're not blocking your name out when you're sending this to me. Then I, I, I it has to be extreme, but I will post it from time to time. I will post it. But they had a relationship. Now, he he goes on his podcast to say that they were not friends. They did not have a friendship. But they obviously had something. They they filmed stuff together. Um, he gave them tickets to game. They filmed a bit. Like, they did stuff together. So this is, y'all have a different type of relationship. So it was just wrong. The whole thing was handled wrong from the get-go. Uh, but Kevin needs, Kevin needs to apologize. Kevin needs to apologize. Yeah, the apology probably going to have to be a little bit better than that. The apology probably going to have to be a little bit better than that. I I don't, you know, I know KD a little bit. Um, I I, I don't think that that's like in his heart, but I I don't either. I but but I think that uh that it doesn't matter 
because once the language comes out, it becomes part of the atmosphere and those things. Uh, and he are, didn't are very, just very say big. one thing. He continued yeah. to say it. So, yeah. uh, OK, Matt Gates from down there in Florida. Uh, he got the goddamn. He got some problems down there in Florida, Matt Gates. Uh, he is being investigated over claims that uh, allegations, should I say, that he sex trafficking. Right. Transporting a 17-year-old girl across state lines, paying for her flights and stuff like that, so he could have S-E-C-K-X with her sex, uh, which would be against the law there in Florida as the age of consent is not 17, but 18. It would also be disgusting. Uh, now, this is coming out of uh, as, a, as a part of a larger investigation, which started which started during the Trump administration. Right. Okay. It was, uh, this was uh, Bill Barr's Justice Department that started this investigation. Okay. So this isn't a, a, a liberal conspiracy, <laughs> or at least it doesn't seem to be. <laughs> so Matt Gates is in the middle of this. He's being accused of these things. And I just want to play a little part of this because he goes on Tucker Carlson's show uh, last night, like almost an emergency edition of Tucker Carlson's white supremacist talking points for a Wednesday night. And <laughs> in two different ways, <laughs> this is so hilarious. He puts Tucker Carlson in it. Yeah. It's funny. So they do the interview. This is the first time that Matt Gates basically called Tucker Carlson out without even trying to listen to it. And I believe we are in an era of our politics now, Tucker, where people are smeared to try to take them out of the conversation. I'm not the only person on screen right now who's been falsely accused of a terrible sex act. You were accused of something that you did not do. And so you know what this feels like. Why? If you're Tucker Carlson, why Like, why are you bringing up old stuff? Like, what is the deal? Um, Tucker's face is priceless. Y'all got to watch the video. Uh, Tucker's face is priceless. It's like, I think Matt, Matt Gates is just one of those people who wants to hear himself talk. He thought that he was relating to Tucker Carlson. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying, Tucker. You've been through this before, too. He was clearly spitballing the entire interview. I thought it was hilarious. T- Tucker was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute now. Mine was due to a mentally ill person, and it was 20 years ago. Don't try to put me in what you're in in the middle of right now. Get off of me is basically <laughs> what he's saying. So didn't end there. Yeah. Uh, after this, uh, Matt Gates brings up a dinner that he and Tucker Carlson and somebody involved with the case had recently. And <laughs> check it out. So good. Uh, I can say that actually you and I went to dinner uh, about two years ago. Your wife was there and I brought a friend of mine. You'll remember her. I, I, I don't remember the, the woman you're speaking of or the context at all, honestly. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you, why, I'll tell you why this fascinates me. It fascinates me because, number one, there was absolutely nothing, nothing uncovered about Matt Gase's position on this very serious charge during that interview. He went up there. Of course, he denied it, but we don't even know what he's denying because we don't really, really even know what is exactly happening. He gave us actually no real evidence that the allegations against him are false. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that they're true, but he didn't do anything. But what he seemed to do was his purpose for going on Tucker's show seemed to be more about like 
getting his support or trapping him than it was about actually telling his side of the story, which I find to be fascinating. I felt like he went on to show that he's unbothered by it. I feel like he went on to say like, hey, I'm not hiding from this. This stuff isn't true. So I'm going to come here on one of the, if not the most popular cable show and let everybody know that this is false. Not realizing that he made the whole situation worse because it seemed more, people left more confused after the interview than when it started. I mean, even Tucker Carlson was at a loss for words and said, that's the weirdest interview I've ever done. Ever done. And like, and, and there have been crazies that have come on Tucker's show. And yeah. he said that was the weirdest he's ever done. It should also be noted that when it came to a vote on combating human trafficking in commercial vehicles, well, that's an act. When the com- Combating Human Trafficking in Vehicles Act came about and it was time for a vote on it in December 2017, all of Congress voted to enact this except for one person. Matt Gates. Now, at the time, are you fucking kidding me? At the time, that are might, you shitting that, me? I'm not. I am not kidding. Now, at the time, people were probably like, okay, you're being extremely obnoxious. It it was annoying, but maybe not as big of a deal as we sit here in April of 2020, and now there are human trafficking charges that are allegations that are being thrown around with your name in it, and you voted against this federal bill, and he Did claimed. You- Go ahead. Did, 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 did he explain that vote? He claimed the reason that he stood alone on the vote is because unless there is an overwhelming or compelling reason that our existing agencies in the federal government can't handle that problem, I vote no. This is a quote. I vote no because voters in Northwest Florida did not send me to Washington to go and create more federal government. That's, that was his response. Interesting. It ain't looking too good for you right now, Matt Gates. You know, you know who's letting me down? Who? QAnon. QAnon is actually letting me down. QAnon, I have a message to QAnon right now. Okay. Okay. Now, we all know what QAnon is here, here at the family. Mm-hmm. Myself, Rachel Lindsay, Isaiah Blakely, Jackson Safan, and of course, uh, Trudy Joseph. QAnon is a far right conspiracy that thinks that Donald Trump is the only one that can save America from Satan-worshipping pedophiles in a Democratic Party. Mm. Okay? Now, this is my message to QAnon. I get that that's hard to prove. Okay? It's hard to prove about Donald Trump and the Satan-worshipping and all of that stuff like that. That's difficult to prove. Uh, but there's some layups that QAnon is missing. And they're right there. <laughs> Trump was cool with Jeffrey Epstein for a long time. Yes. He was cool with Jeffrey Epstein. QAnon didn't seem to care. Nope. QAnon wasn't into that. At all. Also, this whole Matt Gates thing. I feel like if you're a QAnoner, that this is like meat on the bone. It's like going to a cookout in the park late May, maybe early June, where things are really, really right there for you. It seems like the whole world is your weird and disturbing oyster, yet they don't even seem bothered by the fact that this is happening. What are they going to (laughs) say? What do you mean, what are they going to say? Like, he... 
He's accused of being a, 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 a underage girl. I get dude. you, but this blows up their entire being, what they represent. It's it contradicts it. It's like that's, on, they're silent. On. That's why we haven't heard anything from them. Come yeah, on, this is why. Listen, it's all it's all um, alleged at this point. It's he has alleged. not been charged with anything, but it ain't looking too good right now. And 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 what I found funny is he's like. You know, they're investigating me because in the past I've provided for the women that I've that I've dated, that I've been with. I would give them money. I'd give them gifts. I would fly them places. Matt, nobody's nobody's upset at you for tricking. Yeah. Nobody's investigating <laughs> you for that. Not True at enough. all. True That's enough. not it. It's got to be a lot deeper than that, which I don't know where there's smoke. Seems, seems to be. I don't, look, look, I don't know what Matt Gates did or what he didn't do. I suppose that in the next couple of days or weeks, there'll be more details made about this. Matt, there's another and guy being investigated who he rolled with, who right. he endorsed in Orlando. Right. He's right. investigated for some of these same things. I mean. Right. Yeah. I, I, once again, I still don't know anything. I have no clue. All right. But uh, it, 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 that last night what happened wasn't in any way helpful to Matt Gates' case. <laughs> right. um, and if there's evidence that uh, absolves him of all of this stuff, then he's going to have to produce that really quickly um, because this is the type of thing. There's always been some, there's there've always already been some talk of removing him from his committees and things like that. Yeah. And, and, and rendering him legislatively impotent. So he's, well, he's, to- he's actually been talking about leaving Congress. Even before that, maybe he knew some of this. There were some rumblings around. He's talking about being an analyst on Newsmax or some other uh, News conservative Max. Ne- network. Wow, wow. Mac, the Matt Gates Hour on Newsmax. Maybe, wait a minute. Maybe that's what he was doing to Tucker. Maybe he oh. wants Tucker's time slot. So he's like, hey, Tucker, remember that time that you had a t- 20-year-old <laughs> case and all of that stuff like that? And we all went to dinner with that girl and all of that? Whatever, whatever. All right, uh, let's take a break. Obviously, this has kind of been, it's been a couple of days since this video has come out. This will be dropping on Friday. Mm-hmm. And this video came out on a Wednesday or Tuesday, I think. It was I right remember. after right after our podcast came out. Right so after our podcast Tuesday. came out. Mm-hmm. Um, there is video of a physical altercation between Quavo and Sweetie. Now, of course, we yeah. had talked about it here on the podcast before. Quavo uh, and Sweetie broke up. Very public breakup. It was after Sweetie went on Justin LeBoy's podcast uh, along with Justin Combs and, uh, you know, said some stuff. And then after she said some stuff, then I guess Quavo did not like some of the things that she said. Or maybe there were rumblings before this is they're going to break up. They unfollowed each other. And after they followed each other, they announced a breakup and they they played this whole thing out on yeah. Twitter. Uh, literally days after that, there's a video an altercation that took place last year between uh, uh, Sweetie, Sweetie and Quavo. If you look at the video, it shows them kind of tangled up. She then swings at him. He dodges it, gets out of the way. Uh, then comes back, drags her into an elevator. They seem to be fighting over, I guess what's being described as the Call of Duty box. Grabs, uh, Drags her into the elevator. Um, drags her in. They're tussling over this box, whatever's in the box. We don't know what's in the box. It's like seven, what's in the box, what's in the box. They both go down. He gets up, rides the elevator. She does not get back up until later on in the video, at which point 
he uh, puts the box in front of the elevator so she can get off. They both get off the elevator. All right, Rachel, your thoughts. Does he go down? I don't remember that. He does go down. Yeah. I'm going to watch the video now, but I'm almost certain that they both go down. Okay. Yeah. So my biggest issue with this is, yes, he yanks her by the arm. She's thrown to the ground, hits like the back of the elevator, thrown to the ground. Don't remember him following. Excuse me if that really did happen. But you see her upset. It looks like she's emotional. She's sitting on the floor. And by the time she gets up to leave the elevator, she looks as if she's limping out of the elevator. Not at one time did he appear to help her or offer her any kind of support when she looked like she was injured walking out of that elevator. He didn't seem to care. The only thing he seemed to care about was the camera that was in the elevator, which there is a point where he looks up dead at it and then continues. Like, knowing... They both kind of went down. He was, like, down, but his feet Mm -hmm. were still on the ground. I could see why you would say he didn't go down. Yeah. His feet, his feet... He's down on the he's down on the ground, but his feet were both still on the ground while she ended up kind of on her back. Yeah. Yeah. So he looks up at the camera, which I was like, okay, so he's fully aware of what's going on at this point. Um, what was more alarming was the response. This went viral. Everybody was talking about it on social. The response from people, particularly on Twitter, there seemed to be a debate going on about. What is domestic violence and whether or not Quavo was wrong or if any blame should be placed on Saweetie, which I found extremely disturbing because particularly it seemed to be coming from men saying things like she hit him first. And what exactly did he do wrong? And I just can't believe we're still in a place where we're questioning what is domestic violence. I mean, I guess I shouldn't, sadly, I shouldn't be surprised after seeing the way that people handled the Meg the Stallion and Tory Lane's situation when it involved blood, bullet wounds, and having to go to the hospital and police and arrest, like all that. Um, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but it is. It still upsets me so much that people were trying to reason what happened in that elevator. And to me, we shouldn't even be doing that. This was, I don't care if you saw her swing. I don't care if she grabbed whatever was in that box. There were certain things that could have been done to defuse the situation, and particularly on Quavo's end. And the fact that he even put his hands on her, he used enough force to where she hit the back of the elevator, fell to the ground, then didn't offer her any type of help after he put his hands on her is a problem. It's a problem. His hands should have never been on her. Whatever was in the box was not important enough for him to do that. Whatever was said, whatever happened before getting on that elevator did not amount to him using that kind of force towards her. That is violence. And I cannot believe we still live in a day and age where people were trying to reason or defend that. Sad. So I'll tell you the way I look at it. Mm -hmm. Number one, the, the edict is very simple for me. Six foot four. 265 pounds, right? So the reality is that since I've been a kid, my father, the man we talked about earlier in this podcast, would always say, just don't put your hands on women. Don't matter. I've been smacked, punched. I've been hit. I've been hit so hard to where I looked, I, I laughed. I was like, yo, that shit hurt. I know you, you, you must really be mad. Like you punched me dead my shit. That shit hurt. And I had to laugh, get my keys and get up and leave and got beat up the, the the whole time I'm leaving, right? Getting punched all in my back, slapped, you a bitch, all of this stuff like that, like mad, really over nothing, especially that time, um, over alcohol. Uh, so I, I get it. 
if you just use the term domestic violence, though, if you just say domestic violence, then there are two perpetrators of domestic violence in that video. And I and and so it, it, the, when I look at the video, I, I say, just to be honest with you, Quavo's not the guy I thought he was. Quavo's not the man I thought he was, you know? And maybe that's an isolated incident and maybe whatever. People laugh about Jay-Z during the elevator video. They laugh about it, right? They laugh about that. But the reality of the situation You're is right. Jay-Z has a full-on attack coming with him, coming at him, no matter what he was guilty of before, which was fucked up, you know what I mean? Bad from what, everything that we know, you know? Everything what did that he, he do? Talking to, you know, he was fucking around on Beyonce, and that's how that, that whole oh, thing Oh, Lemonade, happened. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So no matter what he was guilty, he stands there. And it, the, the whole time that's happened, He's standing there. He's looking at the bodyguard. He's looking at Beyonce. He's like, yo, somebody do something about this. At, not at one point did he get beside himself. That's and, true. In any way, in any way, any way, swing on Solange, grab Solange, didn't even hold her to get him off of her. In no way. And I look at that and I go, okay, that guy's been in some sticky situations before. He knows how to handle himself. Like he does it. He's not going to, he's, he's not going to freak out and panic, right? Mm-hmm. And do something outside of himself or outside of his character. And I like to think that men, especially our brothers, would react in that way. The fact of the matter is, a lot of times they don't. A lot of what I was seeing, because I tweeted, keep your hands off fucking women. A lot of what I saw was adults need to keep their hands out of each other. I'm telling these sisters out here right now, uh, especially sisters in a younger generation, these motherfuckers will beat the shit out of you. They, 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 are, they are moving with the edict of mutual combat. They say, swing on me, I'll swing back. Clearly, it's not, a, it's not enough. Tweets. It's not enough fathers around to say, hey, don't put your hands on girls. There are different physical ramifications for when you swing and when she swings. They're different. Like, it's not the same. Right. It's, it's unequal. Don't, don't Even do if it. you are 5'3 and 110 pounds. Whatever. Like, you, you, know, you know what I mean? Whatever. Like, you're you're a guy. Like people that's what, saying, No, that's what I'm saying. Because yeah. you're making the distinction that you're 6'4 and however, way, however much. Quavo's clearly not that. He's 5'3, maybe 110. I don't know if the man maybe is 5'3. I, I, but, but, but I don't know if he's 5'3, 110. I think you just shrank Quavo a little bit. But what I'm saying is that, like... Uh, you know, in people say it's a it's a it's a double standard. It's not a double standard. It's one standard, and one standard that we have in society is the person that can do the most damage has the responsibility to not do the most damage. That's mm-hmm. one standard. There's no difference of standards, right? Mm-hmm. If if the United States right now got into a war with Anguilla. Right. If Anguilla did something to the United States, right, and we got into a war with Anguilla and we sent two aircraft carriers over there and 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 bombed them into the Stone Age, destroyed their whole deal over a, some light transgression or even one attack. People would say that's not a proportional response. The United States should be better than that. So what are you looking at? What happened? I just hold on. It was a point of pride. This is a quote. Sources tell CNN Representative Matt Gates shared with lawmakers on the House floor nude photos of women he had slept with. 
Matt, it's over. It's like, I'm telling you, there's just Matt. too much surrounding. Surround. Go ahead Matt. and go to Newsmax, uh, Matt, Matt Gates. Matt. It's a wrap. Matt, Matt, it's over. Okay? That's it, Matt. Your ass is grass. All right, Matt, like, what? that's... Nah. What are you thinking? Matt, Matt is doing his thing, but like Matt, Matt is is Matt's all fucked up. They're like, it's over, Matt. Matt. No, so so my point is, like, you know, fellas, we can't. There's it, not it's not a double standard. It's one standard. Right. It's one standard. One standard is, uh, and this is not to. I'm not saying that women are weak or anything like that, but I'm telling you, as most situations, the guy has a physical advantage. It's incumbent upon you not to. Uh, to 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 be violent against a lady. So, but I, but let me ask you this though. Mm-hmm. Was Sweetie Sweetie not guilty of domestic violence there? You're as well? right. Yes, by by definition, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, she swung at him. Do you care? Because I'm looking at your face right now. Do you care? Is is there any room in the conversation? Any talk room about in the her? conversation? No, to talk about women hitting men. No, there's no room in the conversation to talk about that. Well, because what do you want to talk about, right? Like nobody should hit anybody. Okay, fine. You want to say that? Fine. But if a woman <laughs> okay. does, but wait if a, a woman oh, wait a does, wait a minute, wait a minute. Nobody should anybody. Fine. Like as, as a, like, uh, <laughs> okay, we're anti-violence. Fine. But if a woman does, I'm just asking. We're just talking but it, about but, but, it now. I mean, if it, but if a woman does hit, it goes back to what you were saying. A man should never, like at that point, the man should just remove himself from the situation, maybe even from the relationship, seek counseling, seek whatever you need to do. Call the police, say like, listen, she's attacking me. Do whatever you need to do. But to your point, they should never strike back. They should never retaliate. They should never try to forcefully do anything to her, even if she is in the wrong by throat. We don't we don't even know if she threw the first. For all we know, he was swinging at her and she was defending herself. We don't know. Well, That's just what it, the elevator it, caught. It, it looks. It, it, OK, we now, don't know. Now we don't we're know. conjecturing. But it look it looks as if. It looks as if she swung she at him. She looked like she was running away from him. It looks as if she swung at him because he was trying to come towards her and maybe yeah. grab that thing. She and so looked she like was she swinging. was running. She looked like she was swinging to try to get off because even when he jumps back, she then tries to leave. And then he pulls her into the elevator. So if you watch yeah. the video, she looked, looked like, like she, she was, was running away. She was swinging to try to keep him off. Um, but I just always wonder about that because like, I, ha- I-, I have conversations with ladies, right? And... And it'll be like, you know, we'll be talking about something like, I don't know, like Lorena Bobbitt. Woman okay. cuts a man's penis off. And and when I say this woman did this to the man, she poured hot grits on him. She strung him up and put him in. Do you know what the first question I get from the women all the time is? What did he do? What did he do? That <laughs> the, fir- the first time, like, literally. I think people woman, do that both ways. You think that... So you think, hold on for a second. So you think that goes both ways? No, I'm saying I think that when a woman does something, men will also say, what did she? I think I'm saying people, both people ask the question. I'm not saying it goes both ways. I couldn't disagree more. All right. Well, I think that if 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 a woman took an acetylene torch and burned a man's balls while he was sleeping. Mm-hmm. All right. And I asked a woman, they go, what did he do? Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, whatever. I think, though, 
And this is because of a history of violence of men against women. That you don't really need to ask the question. You don't. Because, you don't. Oh, but I'm right. saying in this but, day but and age, no, the way nobody. people respond on Twitter, the way people respond, I could see idiots being like, what did she do? Yes, I do. Because that's how dumb what did she people do? are right now. Oh, okay. I'm not yeah. agreeing with it. I'm just saying the way the society, and I, by this I'm, I'm saying response on Twitter, I feel like if you're going to say, what did he do wrong? If you're going to say things like, she hit him first, that, then that's the same group of people who would be like, well, what did she do? That's, I guess, that's what I'm trying to say. Is Quavo canceled to you? I was off. What did I say? What did I say on the last podcast? Quavo ain't shit. So I already was done with Quavo. But this, you, there's, so there's, you feel, there's more meaning behind her. Tw- in her in her tweet, she said she had been hurt. Now I'm looking at the word hurt a little different. Well, apparently this was some time ago, so they might have kissed and made up after that. Well, they obviously did, but her tweet was like, I've been hurt this way. I've been through this. I'm not going to mm-hmm. pretend in that way anymore. So obviously there was more to the story. Now, here's my question to you, former TMZ employee. How long do you think they've been sitting on this video? Who? TMZ. Oh, they haven't been sitting on it. I know exactly where that video came from. Okay. 100% that video came from Sweetie's people. A hundred. It was in her. It was in her um, uh, apartment building. Of yeah. course, it came from yeah. them. Yeah, but TMZ hadn't been sitting on the video at all. Like we, we, they can't. They can't sit on any videos because if they have a video, then they have to assume that somebody else has the video too. Mm. So what you do is this. Is how this works? I will dip into the world of this real quick. So normally this happens through an email. Hey, I have video of an all. I'm going to take you through the whole thing. I have video of an altercation between Saweetie and Quavo prior to their breakup at some point. Everybody sees the same tip. Somebody goes, hey, I'm calling on that. All right. Tip normally comes through email, sometimes through phone, but normally through email. Somebody goes, hey, I'm calling on that. Somebody gets on the phone. They call. They call whoever has the video. Okay. So the first thing you have to do is you have to you have to identify who the owner of the video is because you can only buy the video from whatever party filmed it or owns it. It is a little murky who would own a video like that, just to be honest with you, because the reality of it is, is that really the apartment complex owns it. There is a world in which it's actually illegal. Okay? There's a world in which it's actually illegal to sell that video. Right, because that video comes from the the apartment complex, unless they bought they bought it from them. I my my guess is they didn't they didn't buy it from them. They didn't All buy right? it. They just gave it to them. They, they no 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 no. Somebody bought somebody sold the video, but it wasn't somebody who was authorized to sell the video because it normally never is if it's an elevator video. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so then you call the person and the first thing you do is you say, hey, send me the video. They have to send you the video. Why? So you know that the video is real and mm-hmm. it's the two people that you say it is. So as soon as they send you the video, you get to write the story. You write the story right away because you have to assume that you're going to get yeah. it. Yeah. And, and so uh, after that, you haggle price over how much uh, you're going to buy the video for. You haggle price. Um, you get it to... To, to whatever number that is that is good for both people. They send an email saying that they agree to sell you the video. You then uh <clears throat> you then um 
After they say that, it's called a, like an I agree to sell the video. After they do that, you can put it up. What's the best video you got? That I personally got or that we got while I was there? That you personally got. I didn't get any videos. Okay. Um, I would like to be honest you with you. It? I, it, there was a part, it, there was a part of me personally. Mm-hmm. I would say I only news gathered probably for six months in my entire TMZ career. Videos I would get would be like, uh, I got a video of Johnny Manziel hanging out at a pool party, just being cool and partying. I got mm-hmm. a video of Riff Raff playing basketball. I got a video, Any like I would get videos, and those are cool stories too, and those stories would be big stories too. Um, but but like the video, uh, like I got a video of like uh, Johnny Manziel's people used to send me videos of him dunking or him doing or stuff like that. But any of those, that other stuff, mm-hmm. like I didn't really, I'm not going to see that link and then click to do that story. Gotcha. It just, I, I just, I, I, I never did. Like, hey, I want to call on this right now. Like never. Um, but look, that's their job. That's what they yeah. like. that, 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 yeah, That's yeah. what they do. Um, I, I really wish. Interesting. Yeah. Right. So the, the whole thing, but in this particular case right now, if it didn't come from Sweetie's people, which I think is a low chance that it didn't, because right. even if it, even if it didn't, because it, it, there's two ways that it could, that it could, it could work. One way is it could work. And she could be like, you know, we got, we had an altercation in an elevator. Uh, and I bet somebody has it. The only reason why that doesn't make any sense is because typically with those feeds on those elevators, they redo those things about every 30 or 45 days. They erase them and start them again, right? Mm-hmm. So typically, they're not like, they don't have videos going back a whole year. Right. So whoever saw this at that point taped it. Whoever well, saw I could, it. I could also see though, I mean, he, Quavo looked at the video. He looked, I mean, he looked at the camera. Right. So. I could see either one of them saying, asking for that footage and just had it. Well, if Quavo and them asked for it, if Quavo knew it, my thing is, if Quavo and them had the video, if Quavo and them knew that the video exists, what they should have done is bought it. Yeah. Oh, no, 100%. Because if that had happened to me, I would have been like, I'm going to go back and get that video. And And just hold it, just in case? Just hold it, just in case. What I wonder is, why are you talking crazy to her when you know there's some shit like that out? I always wonder why because people fuck people around. Because people think they're above that kind of like, stuff. It's the same stuff people, just like people do, are in these scams. They get caught up in certain things. They get away with it for so long. They think that they're above it, that they're untouchable, invincible. All happens all the time. Happens and he's, all. And, look, and now you got all these people on, on the internet defending him. Huh. I mean, yeah, a lot of people defend it. A lot of people are making it a man, a, uh, a man versus woman thing. Um, I do wonder this, though. I do wonder, and I can I can get beat up for this. By the way, we've been getting beat up a little bit more. The Thought Warriors really didn't enjoy our thoughts Lil on Nas Lil Nas X. X. Yeah, yeah, I figured that though. Yeah, I they did. A lot of people hit me up, and, and by the way, I want to address that real quick. I want to address my thoughts on Lil Nas X. First of all, I uh, I fully understand that I have no depth of understanding of. I fully understand that I don't understand. I fully understand that I don't get what it was like to grow up in the church um, as a member of the LGBT community. My sister tells me about it all the time, but I, I fully get that I don't understand what that's like, right? I understand mm-hmm. that the video in 
in a way, was a rebellion against some of those Which ideas. We said, we said that. Yeah, but I don't think we dove into that as much as we dove into the "Hey, we scared of the devil" type shit. Okay, yes, that is our fault. We gave our perspective rather than acknowledging the other side of it. Right. That's so, fair. And so I, I think that, and this is my deal. I think that there's there's certain imagery that once it gets, it gets out there, you just get blinded, and really, it's based yeah. on fear. So I am scared of dark energy and satanic shit. I'm scared of it. So as soon as I see it, I go, oh, no, bad. No, no want, no. It's hard for me to like get into that. And other people were asking me, Van, what do you think about some horror movies and all that stuff? I don't watch, I don't look at all of that. I do, but I don't like to watch the satanic I don't look, I don't, I don't look at that. I don't look at that. I, I, I was, I look, I looked at the exorcist and I had That's enough. Sat- I don't, I don't, I don't like to, I, I can't handle that kind of stuff. But I think it's, it, it's, you know, uh, apologies, it, you know, I don't, we never want to offend people on this podcast, and and we definitely apologize if that's what we did. I think we got caught up in talking about the fears that we have, um, and what what like our perspective of it without acknowledging uh-huh. the other side of it. And I hope that it didn't come off because in no way are we being judgmental. In no way are we saying. Oh, 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 oh. I want to let people know I'm not apologizing for anything. Well, I want to apologize if... No, I do. I want to apologize because some people were really offended. I, I think people felt like we weren't being supportive of the LGBTQ community. And maybe there's a misunderstanding because just as you said, you don't know what it's like to grow up in the church and be a part of that community. So for that, I apologize. So I will I will huh. say that because I so, don't want people to think that we feel a certain way or we were being dismissive about how some people might feel in that community. So that, that I will apologize for. Absolutely. Right. So for me, the reason why I don't feel like I have anything to apologize for is because the conversation was around, I, what I'll say is I think that there needs to be a deeper conversation and I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to look to, I think we should look to book a guest on there that can like lead us through it. Because I said everything that I meant to say, so I don't think that there's anything that I apologize That's not for. It. It's the omission is what right. I'm apologizing. So, but I don't know what I admitted because I don't know what I'm missing. I, well, I've you gotten, said it. No, I, no, I think I've gotten ideas from a couple of people, but those aren't gotcha. things that I necessarily think. You know what I mean? So, I think the best way is to have somebody come on and and maybe give volume to a voice who could explain why there's a different way to look at the video. Because there's, come on, guys. There's certainly got to be a way to look at the video that, I mean, he's in hell with Satan. And if you're and, and, and if you're in hell with Satan and there's a certain religious way that you feel about that, then there's certainly got there's got to be oxygen for people who look at it that way as well. Well, then that's the thing. We we talked about it from our perspective. We didn't acknowledge the other side of it. They're acknowledging their side of it and don't like the way that we're talking about it. It's not judgmental. It's just talking about like how we feel, how we viewed it or whatever. But yeah, right. Uh, let's have a deeper conversation about let's it. Let's have a deeper conversation about why that video was so revolutionary. By the way, great video. Great video. And you know what? When you watch it, once again, without strangling yourself by clutching your pearls, <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's fine. Really, the video was fine. I actually said this on the podcast. I did say this on the podcast. The yeah. video was fine. The shoe bothers me. I'm sorry. Yeah, this I feel like we this. talked the, more about the shoe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Than right. the video. All right, Jackson. It's time. It's time for, uh, for Mailbag. 
Mailbag time. Time to read your letters and then we'll reply to them. Oh, it's mailbag time. Write us with your queries and we'll chime in. Okay. Yeah. Gotta hurry up. Gotta hurry up. Okay. From Nikki San Pedro, tell us about a time you leveraged your fame to get something. Interesting. Um, leverage my fame. I'm my fa- I don't think I'm famous enough to leverage my fame. Did I leverage my fame? I don't know if I'm, I, I mean, think I've leveraged. That's how I got tickets to the NBA championship. Um, in San Francisco or Oakland. I definitely leveraged it for that. I see leverage seems to imply that I was the one who then tried to get it. That's exactly what it means. I know, but I don't think I've ever really done that. I think that people have wanted to do stuff for me because they, they know who I am and stuff. I'm so, okay. You, 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 does does y'all just hear that? Tell tell us your favorite flex story then. Just flex on us one one time. Yeah, what yeah? are these things that people are just offering you then? Since you ain't got to leverage. Okay. We'll get into it, daddy. Daddy. One time I am at a Laker game. Okay. And going to a Clipper game, going to a Laker game, two different things. I'm at a Laker game. And there's somebody at the game that goes, hey, hey, bro. Super rich person. I love what you said to Kanye. I love what you said to Kanye, man. Hey, we about to get out of here. You want these seats? And they were sitting courtside, like not on the sidelines, but like behind the basket courtside. Mm -hmm. And they had like access to like the, uh, like the little, where you can go eat at halftime and stuff like that. And so I, uh, I, I took the tickets and then I went and I, and I ate. And when I came back out, this guy was still standing here. And while he was still standing there, he goes, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Uh, the Warriors were running out onto the court and he introduced me. <laughs> and he oh, introduced I got to know who this is after, and he, after and, 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 and he introduced me to all the Warriors. I remember uh, I dap up David West and, uh, say what up to Steph and Clay, and they they run it back out on the court and stuff like that. And that was the, I and Legal were like, damn. <laughs> and then we watched the, the the rest of the game from like the, uh, you know, like right under the basket right there. It's not the best angle, but like you sit next to, man, it's it was a, like great crazy. Seats. They're, yeah. they're great seats. Right. All great right. Seats. Well, Jackson, he flexed on us. I definitely have have, have used it. <laughs> like if they were both basketball. I would, you know what's funny? I would now, but coming off the Bachelorette, I absolutely did. Mm. Absolutely. Okay. okay. All right. What you, uh, what's next? From Stephanie Kalina, do you like roller coasters? Why or why not? Fuck no. You've never ridden a roller coaster? I've ridden them before, but hell no, baby. Okay, I was scared till a certain age, probably like 10. After that, I love them. I'm front row, hands in the air, riding a roller coaster. Backwards, forwards, up, down, all around. I love it. 
If I want to raise my blood pressure, I'll go outside without my mask on. All right. If I if I want to be scared, I'll let somebody sneeze on me. All right. That's oh, another, like, herd immunity. They're saying by June. Did you see that article today? Herd herd immunity. Herd why treat immunity. Us like, why do they treat us like some cows? That's what it's called. Get I ain't over no, it. I ain't no cow. June, no, I don't like June. I, I I I had a short stint while I rode them, and then I went to Space Mountain. Rolled around Space Mountain, got dizzy, ruined my day at Disneyland. Fuck it, no more. I love Space Mountain. All right, Jackson. Who would you rather be questions. trapped in an elevator with? It's, it's a, different people for each of you. There's like a two two part option. Van, would you rather be trapped in an elevator with Van Jones or Kanye West? Oh, that's easy. Can I answer what I think he would pick? Who? You'd pick Kanye. Hands down. Yes, you would. You can I be honest? Can I can I say something right now? I have to say something. And it's 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 almost serendipitous that that his name was brought up on this podcast. I think that I owe Van Jones an apology. Why? Been thinking about this. So let's dissect my little Van Jones rant. Do I think that Van Jones was out of line for chastising me over jokes that we made on the podcast? Yes. For using your family member's name? Do I think that it was distasteful for Van Jones to reference my Uncle Mark? Yes. Do I think now that he was attempting to do that? No. Do I think that he struck a nerve with me that uh, he probably didn't know existed? Because after all, I had shared that with him. Yes. But more than anything, I have an edict that I went against my own edict of not destroying black men for uh, or black people in public for things that we can actually work out behind the scenes. And I was triggered and I went against myself. And the reality is that I do not agree with a lot of Van Jones's moves. I do not agree with how he gets to where he's trying to get, but I do agree with where it is that he is trying to go. That I definitely agree with. And because I'm not driving that bus, because I'm not the one out there doing that work, what I'm going to have to do is trust that the people uh, that he is working on behalf of, that they care about it. This doesn't mean I'm going to agree with him. This doesn't mean that I think it's all gravy to be down with the Trumps. I think a lot of stuff looks funny in the light. I think a lot of stuff is weird. But the one thing we have to understand as a community, as a group of people, is that we all we don't have to agree to be cordial and respectful to one another. And I have to live that. So I've been thinking about this recently, and you know, I'm glad that it was brought up. But if you're listening to this, Van Jones, if you have your people listening to this podcast, as they were listening to the other podcast, my apologies, brother. Best of luck in your endeavors and what it is that you're trying to do. Stay away from Donald Trump. Stay away from him. Okay, but my bad. What's the answer to the question? (sighs) That was very well said, though, by the way. Uh, Having said that, the answer is Kanye West. (laughs) 
<laughs> Definitely knew that. Uh, uh, but I think I think what you said though was a really good lesson. Like sometimes we react quickly before we really think about it. Um, I mean, I I understood everything that you said in that moment. I and I stand by what you said in that moment. Uh, in support. <laughs> okay, I do. Oh, hold on, Kevin Durant just responded. I'm sorry that people seen uh, that language I use. It's not really what I want people to see and hear from me. <clears throat> but um, hopefully I can move past it and get back out on the floor. Why Why did he say get back out on the floor? That was the... Why did he what? do that? <laughs> Kevin! Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Oh, oh, that is not an apology. You literally apologized <laughs> for getting caught. Wait Who's talking to him? He's, getting, he's, he's being interviewed again. He's being interviewed. It's an it's an interview. being like a press room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kevin didn't apologize to the communities that he offended. He apologized for getting caught and is wants to play basketball and just wants to play basketball. That's what he said. Yeah. You shouldn't God. even play it. Wow. Come on, Kevin. Oh, KD, you my guy. But nah, man, we gotta do better than that, dog. There's too many people out there living too hard of lives because of too many uh, uh, societal situations for us to do that. I don't know why he responded gotta, like that. You know he's better, better than, than that. that. You know he's better, better than, than that. that. I yeah, know he's man. better than that. Like, yeah. yeah. What's the? What, who am I in an elevator with? I yeah, hope it's just, not Kevin Durant. <laughs> no, it's not Kevin Durant. It's much more uh, intense than Vans, though. Rachel, would you rather be trapped in an elevator with Ben Shapiro or Candace Owens? Like, why? Why do I have to be so? I don't know. This was not my question. Okay. My answer is Kanye West. (laughs) (laughs) That's good enough for me. Honestly, Candace Owens. Candace Owens. Okay. I was really going to say Ben Shapiro, but I'm like, no, we need to have like a sister girl moment. And we just need to have, we just need to talk. I'm assuming there are no cameras in the in the elevator. Right. There are none. There are none. Oh, all right. We got one more? Sure. From Amina Amin Das, who is somebody of a different generation or era that you've had a crush on? Like past? Yeah, like oh. not someone younger, obviously. Because like, like someone Sam older. Sam Cook. Sam Cook. Sam Cook. Uh, um... What's her name? She's so bad. It was Pam Greer, but also, um, oh my God. I said Jane Kennedy. Do you know who that is? Jane Kennedy. Oh, she was bad. She was bad. Oh, she's beautiful. Wait, no, that's not the right person. Jane Kennedy. She was, she was young. She was the, she was the she was on like inside the NFL or something like that. She was like on NFL films and she was bad, baby. Yeah, Thank she's pretty. Ooh, ooh <laughs> daddy. Stop. You know what I'm saying? Stop. Uh Sam Cook for me, for sure. I'm trying to Sam think Cook? if there's somebody else. It's the first one that comes to mind. Uh look. all right. No unexpected ally of the week. Not one for me either. Um, maybe Tucker Carlson, just joking. Uh, not one for me either. Here's the thing. 
before we leave, do you have thoughts on DJ Quick's April Fool's uh, April Fool's Day I joke? I didn't see it. So DJ Quick, renowned hip hopper from around the way here in Los Angeles, posted earlier today. He's a hip hop legend. He got shot seven times and was on his way to the hospital. A, and then, and then hours later, said April's fool. April Fool's. A day after the anniversary, or is it two days after Nipsey? It's not. No, it's not good. It's what? not a good one. I honestly think there are no good like people like April Fool's jokes are played out. That is so in poor taste. That is terrible. Were people ripping him for that? I, I'm sure they were. Uh yeah, he was. He was. He was trending all day long, man. Look, did he respond? Can't... He just said he was playing. Like he, Sorry, like people, I mean... people, like look, we didn't gone through too much for all of that, man. We love you, DJ Quick. Don't die. All right, like seriously, bro. Like we can't, we can't, we can't do it that way, man. We can't do it that way. Can't wow. do it that way. Can't do it. Wow. Can't do it. Wow. Do it. The level of self awareness. Good grief. Come on, man. Come on. All right, guys. Uh, that is gonna do it for us. Um, a little bit of a different show today. A little bit of a different show. I'd say so. A little bit. Got a little lot topical. We'll we'll bring somebody on. If you guys know anybody, uh that can come on and give us more insight into Lil Nas X situation. Yes. We are here for that conversation. So uh, we're going to jump out of here right now. Right now. Huh. Hey. He. Good God, y'all. Good God, y'all. It's me, Van Lee. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Rachel Lindsay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>